0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, a podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. This, my friends, is episode number 481, and I am your host, Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man. And in this week's episode, I am going to share with you a software tip, although I haven't used it myself. I just saw it demoed on another podcast, Uh, that podcasters might be able to use to help reduce some of their annoying tics while they speak in a podcast. I'm also going to share with you off the top of my head, without a ton of pre-thought-out, planned, what am I going to say about it, but what have I learned during the year of identity? And then I will also share some incredible feedback from Karen who sent me some feedback related to episode 479, which was titled, Why Being Authentic Matters. All right, so let's go ahead and start things off this week with a software tip for podcasters, and it's called UMMO, (laughs) U-M-M-O. I'll put a link to this. By the way, it is an app for iOS. I don't know if there is an Android equivalent or not. But if uh, you are a podcaster and you struggle with having repeated words that come up over and over again, like saying like all the time or um, uh, um, um, <laughs> stuttering and all that other stuff, this app is supposed to allow you to hit a record button and you simply speak in as you normally would. And what it will do is it is literally going to track the number of times that you say the word um. Or if you actually have some words that you know you struggle with, you can actually type in words and it will listen for those specific words and tell you how many times it's repeated. And it supposedly talks about the cadence or the the speed at which you are talking. If you maybe you are talking too fast all the time or maybe you talk too slow for your own good. Whatever the case may be, if you are struggling with that and need a little bit of feedback, this app is called UMMO, U-M-M-O. And I saw this demonstrated on, I think it was either Today in iOS or This Week in iOS, whatever the one Leo Laporte does I've been uh, subscribed to that for the last couple weeks and have been catching up, and it, I saw that on there, and I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. The, one of the unique things that I saw is that if you have a podcast, you could, I I assume, take your phone and set the phone's microphone up next to the speaker, and you could click play on one of your episodes and listen and have the app record the audio from, I don't think you can import audio, but have the you click play, let it play over your speaker, let the app record it, and it can give you that evaluation as well. Now, with that being said, I personally don't know that you really need to go out and spend any money on an application to do this for you. Uh, by the way, the app is $1.99. Now, what I will tell you is that how I've handled this over the years is... I make it a point, well, most of the time, after I'm finished recording, I go back and listen to the episode, usually to edit. Oftentimes, I will edit this particular show, The Cliff Ravenscraft Show, and I will edit out a ton of repeated phrases or if I get stuck on something and I say um to fill the silence and things of that nature, I will go in and remove those. And the more that I actually have to remove, the more I'm like, I need to just slow down and allow myself to have a little silence. It's not the end of the world. And to know that I don't have to fill every void in audio with an um, if you will. So there's that. Uh, but I, I, even if you're not doing this in post-production, and by the way, let me just give you a tip. If you're going to edit your podcast and you're going to edit out your ums, make sure you leave some silence. Sometimes it's best not to just delete the um. But, uh, it, instead of deleting the um, there is a there should be a way for you to silence that portion of audio so that, uh, well, there was a uh right there, so that what you're doing is you're taking the audio and rather than reducing Let's just say the um is taking up uh, three quarters of a second. Instead of deleting that, making the audio three quarters of seconds shorter, just take that three quarters of a second, highlight it, and then tell the software to make that portion of audio silent. Now, this only works if you actually have a good, quiet recording to begin with. For example, this podcast right here, when I'm not talking, it is absolutely 100% completely Silent, And the reason for that is because, well, I've made sure to clean up my recording space and the gear that I have. And I've, I've just created an envi- environment so that when I'm not speaking, there is no audio. And that way, if I have to silence a portion of this audio, it's not going to have like a, a fan noise where it's going shh, shh. where where it silenced it. It actually silenced out background noise. So yeah, but anyway, there's all of that. And and if you're not going to edit your podcast and you want to get better at recognizing some of the things that you do over and over again that you may not even be conscious of as you're recording, at least go back and listen to your episode even after you put it online. So let's just say you put that podcast episode online and it it's got it it has its flaws but you're authentic you put it out there anyway and i just want to encourage you don't allow any of this stuff to keep you from putting content out putting content out there is extremely important don't wait until you have something perfect before you publish because if you do that you will never publish i i would tell you after i'm almost at 3700 podcast episodes since i started 11 years ago and I would say I would only consider maybe three or four episodes to being near perfect. And even those, if I go back and look at them, I, I'm sure I could point out some flaws. But anyway, it is what it is. But at least go back and listen to your stuff. And I find, especially, this is where I struggle the most, is when I do public speaking. Boy, I, I, one of the things that I try to do before I go out and speak publicly on stage in front of an audience of people, I like to go and watch two or three of my most recent speaking engagements and either watch the video of them if videos has been made available to me or if I've recorded it myself. And if not, I always record my own talks in audio. So I always have the audio recording. And I like to go back and I like to listen to those as unedited recordings because that's where sometimes I get a little bit more nerves and find myself saying things that I didn't even know that I said while I was on stage. I'm like, wait a second, where did that come from? Oh my gosh, how many times did I repeat that phrase? And yeah, So trying to get better at that, going back and listening to yourself is the greatest way to do this, but at least this app can help maybe even point out some things you might not be aware of. Again, it's called UMMO, U-M-M-O. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. You can just go to podcastanswerman.com slash 481. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about is my thoughts related to the year of identity I'm coming up on the end of the year, as I believe most of you are as well. Uh, It doesn't matter if you're in the United States or not. You're all coming up on the end of 2016. And back in January of this year, I determined that this was the year of identity for me. And in fact, I, I started the year off, or actually it was a year ago in December, I started out by having a bit of an identity crisis. For those of you who have been following for a very long time, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But for those of you who may have just joined me here in 2016, last December I put a podcast episode out called The Dark Days of December 2015. And it was the first time I put an episode out like that uh, since I think it was The Dark Days of December 2010. So I have, A history of having a little bit of some dark days in December months uh, over the years. This year, not nearly as bad as previous years. But last year was unique. Last year, I seemed to have what I would determine as an identity crisis. And I started to think to myself, I, I wonder if I should be pursuing something different. And I felt this call, I felt this urge inside of my heart that there's something bigger in this world that I'm being prepared to do that that what I've achieved over the past 10 11 years has been incredible it's been way beyond what I could have ever imagined in fact I've said this many times but if you would have told me 10 years ago that I'd be doing what I'm doing today doing you know that that I would actually uh, be making the kind of money that I make today, if you told me all of those things and then the responsibilities that go along with all of the the privileges and the benefits and all the things that I do today, if you would have told me I'd be where I am today, number one, I wouldn't believe it was possible, and number two, I probably would have been scared by it and at least the responsibilities and and maybe even decided, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I really want that, but... Uh, I've ended up here nonetheless, and I'm excited about where I am today. I'm more excited about where I am today than I was one year ago, quite honestly. So last year, I, I thought, you know, I, I see this vi- vision of the future where, you know, I, 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 I actually allowed myself to ask this question. What, would it be possible for me, Cliff Ravenscraft, to make a living, to make at least as much money as I make now and and hopefully even more money. Could I generate even more income by doing what I love most? And that is simply encouraging people. Is that possible? Is it possible to, to just make an income from inspiring people and encouraging people? And I, I allowed myself to really dream of what a life like that might look like you know is it is it doing public speaking is it doing mentoring and coaching and and more than anything is can i do that and not have to be dependent on you know it, it 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 doesn't have to be all about the the what wires do you need what piece of equipment how do you solve this technical issue related to podcasting but seriously is there is there any way people could see value in what i have to offer them in a conversation or some word of encouragement or some some just inspired idea, some brainstorming session. And so I started to dream about that and I thought about the future, what would I like my life to look like? And and the more I got to thinking about those things, I'm thinking, well, it, I guess if if you ask me, what do I want to be doing in 10 years from now, do I still want to be you know answering questions about the basics of equipment and stuff like that and i and i started to think well maybe not you know if if i didn't if i didn't need to i mean if i could make a full-time income just by encouraging and and inspiring people then maybe maybe i might not want to do what i've always done and and then all of a sudden i'm thinking well is podcast answer man is that holding me back is it keeping from people is it keeping me is it keeping people from knowing me as having something more to offer than than podcasting advice? You know, could you know, yeah, that it's kind of like that. If you go back to last year's episodes, uh, any any episode of this podcast, back by the way, back then it was called the Podcast Answer Man Show, uh, or the Podcast Answer Man is what it was called. But anyway, back in December of 2015, or even the first. In the episodes of uh, January and February of this year, of this podcast, you can find those all in the archives on com. by the way, if they're not in the feed here. Uh, they may be because a I think there's 100 episodes in this feed, so you should be able to go back that far, but um Yeah. So you could go back and listen to that if you want to hear what I'm talking about. But what I determined was, you know, I wanna I'm gonna develop, I'm gonna theme 2016 as the year of identity. This is the year where I'm gonna to try to discover do I need a new do I need a new identity? Do I need to change my brand? And what I wanna share with you now is is what have I learned during this year? And the first thing I wanna tell you. I am absolutely confident on about is that number 1 the podcast Answer Man brand is one of the greatest gifts that God has ever given me. And and I don't say that that I don't say that lightly. In fact, I will say that it's right up there with my wife, it's right up there with my children, it's right up there with, you know, the gift of eternal life. I mean, I'm not kidding you when I I say that I am not exaggerating, when I say that Podcast Answer Man, the brand, the the identity of Cliff Ravenscraft being known as the podcast, this is one of the greatest gifts that God has given to me. And I just think about where my life would be today if it wasn't for this brand. I'd be selling insurance more than likely, and I'd be miserable. I mean, Somewhat financially successful, probably, but still miserable. And I was miserable for years as an insurance agent. And and so, yeah, I, it it's it's been beneficial in that way. And also, when I think about this, I've done a little bit of mental math. And you know, everybody that knows me, I I don't do math live in a podcast. Uh, without a calculator. But uh, my mental math, I've said this to several of my friends who are the most authentic people. They would tell me if they thought I was flat out wrong. But just knowing how many people that I've influenced and who are out there consistently talking about me, mentioning my name every time the topic of podcasting comes up, telling people you need to go check out Cliff Ravenscraft. He's the guy you want to go to if you want to learn how to podcast. Cliff Ravenscraft is the king of podcasts. These are the things, I'm not saying these about myself. These are the things people are saying about me. And then when you when you take just even a handful of those people, if you take the the names like Dan Miller, Michael Hyatt, Michael Stelsner, Pat Flynn, John Lee Dumas, Amy Porterfield, I mean, Ray Edwards, all these other folks, uh, Mark Mason, Leslie Samuel, all of these names, it, it, you t- you just take those and you're already up in the hundreds of thousands of people who, are, who have consistently heard my name as it relates to podcasting. And what I've determined is if you take all the people that have ever told anybody about me and my name and the Podcast Answer Man brand, when the topic of podcasting comes up, I believe there are over 1.5 million people in this world. If they hear the term podcasting, they think Cliff Ravenscraft, and that may be, and that may be underestimating it. Um, so, I, I feel very confident about that, and and that's incredible. I and I'm not just saying that as a bragging. I I'm like I'm in awe of that fact. And just to think that a guy who started a podcast with a thirty-five dollar in investment and in equipment, uh, who is lives in northern Kentucky, sitting in his living room floor with you know surrounded by a bunch of cables and wires hooking things up, that nobody in the world had ever heard of me before, and now one point five million people in the world see Cliff Ravenscraft as the ultimate authority in the world of podcasting. Now, I just want you to say, to know that I don't necessarily always feel like I'm the ultimate authority in the world of podcasting. There's been some other people who were before me. There have been some other people who have come alongside me. There have been some people who've come up since. And and you know what? There's some amazing people in the world of podcasting. There really are. And I don't know that I'm any, I don't know that I would ever claim myself to be the ultimate authority. But I hear other people saying those words about me. And I, I do know that I have a unique perspective on the world of podcasting and one that has resonated with a majority of the people who have been referred my way. And so I'm incredibly excited about that. And because of that, it is the Podcast Answer Man brand and the business that has has come up around this just naturally, it has allowed so many things in my life and it has radically changed the the future of our family. It has not only changed our financial future, it's allowed us to... It, my wife is driving her dream car. Uh, our family is living in our dream home. Uh, we, our family went on our dream vacation last year. The It's allowed me to have enough income where I was able to take an entire year off for during the year of fitness, which was 2015's theme. And, you know, I just, just, it's allowed me to travel the world. I've been, I, I have a, I had a, it's allowed so many dreams to come true. I, I'll never forget that dream to become a keynote speaker, a paid keynote speaker back in 2012. And I was a lousy speaker at the time. But through some training and through some connections and and through a couple opportunities, one thing led to another. And now I can tell you that I am officially a paid international keynote speaker. Uh, going around the world to, to speak at conferences is it wow. The, the podcast Answer Man has opened so many opportunities for me. And one of the things that I can tell you is that I am absolutely certain that Podcast Answer Man is not in any way, shape, or form now. It, it, is, it never has, it is not now, and I do not see any way in the future, it will it will never hinder me from being able to do more than just podcasting. However, what I have embraced this year is the fact that Podcast Answer Man is absolutely unequivocally, unequivocally, unequivocally I'm not going to edit that out. It is unequivocally the greatest, largest main gateway that people come through when they are introduced to me, Cliff Ravenscraft, and what I have to offer in the area of podcasting and also which leads them to then understand what I have to offer in so many other areas that I happen to be uh, passionate about you could, some, and some people might say that I'm an expert in. Uh, for example, there are some things that I, I do know about myself that's just, to, just to give you some things that, that I know that I could bring value into people's lives. If, if podcasting weren't even on the table for us to discuss, I'm very good at relational, or I'm, I'm really good about building community with people online. I'm, a, I'm great at c- building community environments uh, in physical p- spaces. I am c- great at creating, um, what else am I great at creating? I'm trying to think here. I, I'm great at s- direct sales. I am wonderful at, at following up and doing sales in a way that that is relational, that's natural, that isn't pushy, uh, that is convincing but but is never never pushing anybody's buttons. I don't try to, I, I, I try to persuade, but I never am trying to manipulate. And in fact, I'm often turned off by too much marketing and hype and all that other stuff. And I found a way to be effective in selling and not doing those things. And I'm not the world's greatest copywriter, uh, but I am very good at connecting with people on a deep and emotional level and being authentic I'm I'm, a, I'm great at encouraging and inspiring people to take action, uh, which, by the way, I think is a part of sales as well. Sales is not just uh, selling somebody a product or service. Sometimes you're selling people on the idea of taking action. And also, I'm a, I am have a very awesome skill of, of teaching, uh, which is cool because I have the ability to pick up technical things and and without a ton of training and reading manuals, I'm able to pick them up and then learn how to effectively use the the tools that are available to me to, to create something that is a wonderful experience and then show other people how I've done it to inspire them in their own journey on how to do those things. So, you know, the thing is, is I want to be able, I I wanted to be able to demonstrate the value that I have by being able to offer some coaching and some mentoring and some other things outside of that. And the cool thing is, is that, well, in the year of identity, I stuck my nose out there. A couple, I think it was about halfway through the year. I said, hey, guys, for a very limited time, I normally don't do one-on-one coaching or anything like that. Uh, I only do my one-on-one coaching through podcasting A to Z. And that's still the case today. But I said for a very limited time, for a select number of people. If you reach out to me, I'm offering uh, one-on-one mentoring. The brainstorming. Uh, you need to brainstorm an idea. You're stuck somewhere. You you just you just want to have a conversation. And I did that. I think at the time it was three hundred dollars for a one-hour call, and I did offer one-hour calls even again even though some of my advisors said you should never do that i i did that and and you know what i had a lot of calls and they were awesome and a couple of those calls went so well and i loved working with the individuals so much that i offered them to if they if they wanted to to continue on with me and the ones that i offered this to they accepted and so for $3500 we would meet for twice a month for a couple months and those calls have gone well. In fact, uh, everybody who has accepted that has renewed at least once already. And in fact, uh, uh, one of those individuals just renewed for another six months, even though the current six months doesn't run out for uh, until the end of February. So so mentoring calls are incredible. And you know what? I love doing them. And again, and kind of gives me what I needed, what I what I was missing and, and what I wanted from that. It gives me that, I, I was talking with one of my clients today and I was talking about how it satiates or, you know, just satisfies that thirst and that hunger to do that kind of work. It's not like I necessarily need to be doing this all the time, every now, you know, around the clock just talking to people and and getting on a call and just having a conversation and knowing that by the end of the call they feel encouraged and inspired to go and do things and or or their their mindset set has completely shifted from being focused on one thing but now they're focused on something completely different and they feel better because of that uh, you know i yeah i guess it'd be nice if eventually i could get to the place where those kinds of things are the things that i'm doing but the thing is is that I'm doing enough of them now that it's like yeah, I like this. And I know that here's what I know. The people, all of the people, well first of all, it's the the handful of people who have done the, you know, the $3500 package. But then you add in the there are a lot of people. I think it was like 15 people took me up on my 1 hour one-on-one session. And just the one off. And all of those people, none of them would have ever known who I was. Had it not been for the fact that they were first introduced to me through the podcast Answerman brand, with the exception of a couple that actually first found me through the Virtual Assistant podcast, or who first found me through my Lost podcast, but then it was literally the podcast Answerman that brought them into the business angle of what I do and and the coaching side, and and that's where they they discovered some of the gifts and the talents that I have, and that's when they decided, oh. Well, yeah, I'd love to tap into you and and I, and I have no problem hiring you for an hour or ongoing for quite some time where the conversation is not focused on podcasting. And so, yeah, that. but here's what I know. None of them would have hired me had it not been for Podcast Answer Man originally being how they were introduced to me. And so one of the things that I know is that Podcast Answer Man is still the greatest gift that god has given me it's the gift that keeps on giving and that's what i that's one thing that i've learned is that podcast answer man is a consistent focus for me and even more so now than ever before i i'm it it's one of the reasons why you've heard me being so you know so focused on the things that i'm doing in my business you know switching things over to kajabi and updating these tutorials and uh, setting up uh, my convert kit and creating a podcast newsletter every single week. And then I, I haven't even talked about Help Scout yet and, and the usefulness of that. I'll probably bring my friend Mark Mason on to have that conversation very soon. But yeah, you know, Podcast Answer Man is a primary focus. And, and it it is going to be for the current season that I'm in. And now, if I look into the future and I kind of say, what might my life possibly look like at some point in the future, at this point, I see Podcast Answer Man and how it can fit and probably will fit into just about anything I do in the future. And so, I'm excited about that. Now, the one thing I will share with you, one thing that I learned this year Is about this particular podcast and the branding of it. So many of you know that I I really pulled off something that was a huge risk and that is taking this podcast which for the first, what, 360 episodes or it might have even been more than that but for until this year, until January of this year, this podcast for years was known as The Podcast Answer Man and that is obviously drew some people. I'll talk about that in just a second. But I decided to change it to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Now, when I first brought this up to my mastermind group, they were talking about the fact that, you know, that you might run into some discoverability issues. You know, a lot of people are drawn to the podcast Answer Man just because of the title. And, and they come here and they say, oh yeah, I'm interested in learning about podcasts. So they tune into your show. The problem was is that the show that I was creating, I wanted to talk about more than just podcasting. I mean, I still will talk about podcasting from time to time, and I even opened up this show with a tip, you know, a software tip for podcasting, and I believe that even the conversation that I'm having right now is of value to pretty much anybody who is podcasting because your podcast is your brand, and and sometimes your your podcast is about something you're passionate about, and sometimes your passions change, or sometimes you get involved in a passion and, and it expands into something else, and Do you rebrand? I mean, these are things that I know that podcasters are interested in. So I'm still talking about things related to podcasting. But what I found is a lot of people were getting upset uh, about the fact that I'm not talking about the technical aspects of podcasting. What software do I need and what microphones are better than the other? And there's this new recorder out. Have you done a review on this recorder uh, can you talk about this new service that came out? What do you think about that new service? And how does it compare to the other services that have come out and all this other stuff? And, you know, I, here's what, it, you know, for me, I'm like, you know, I've got all of that stuff in, this, in the archives. And when it comes to these new services, some of them, they're just they're just companies who are just trying to cash in on the podcasting thing. The reality is, is that podcasting, For the most part, the technology behind podcasting is the same today as it was back then. At least on the creation side. On the consumption side, sure, some things have changed, and they have changed for the better. And I've talked about those things over the years. Anything that was important, I believe I've brought to the table. But there are so many things out there in the world of podcasting. Every week, I get an email from saying somebody saying, "Hey Cliff, I know that you're you you know you're." You're an influencer in the podcasting space. A lot of people look up to you. I just want to let you know I've got a brand new startup that offers this service for podcasters. I wonder if I can get on the phone for 30 minutes and just show it to you, see what you think, and maybe you might be interested in sharing it with your community. I get that email at least once a week and not from the same people. I mean, they're just new services popping up everywhere. And occasionally I check some of those out and most of them just turn out to be distractions. They're, they're, they're shiny objects that quite honestly, there are other podcasters out there about podcasting. They can talk about those things. That's not what that's not what drives me. And so I wanted to talk about the things that you can accomplish with your podcast, what your podcast can lead to, how how to communicate authentically in your podcast, how to be a real you know those other kinds of things the kinds of things that i talk about in this podcast the things that you, if you're listening to my voice now and you've been listening for more than 3 or 4 episodes and you're still listening it's the things that you've come to love about this show that's what i want to talk about but the thing is, is i was getting those those unfavorable reviews we're talking one star reviews this show is called Podcast Answer Man, but it rarely talks about podcasting. He's always talking about himself and his journey and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of hearing that feedback. And so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to change to the Cliff Raymond Scratch Show because I do want, I, un, I unapologetically, I want this show to be a podcast that is focused on and driven by who I am and what my journey is as it relates to being the podcast answer, man, as it relates to being a podcaster, you know, a fellow fellow podcaster on the journey with you who might be just a little bit further down the road. But, you know, the thing is, that's what I want this show to be about. I really want it to be the Cliff Ravenscraft show, the things that Cliff Ravenscraft thinks is valuable and important. And yes, just because I am... I mean, I you can't take the podcast Answer Man out of Cliff Ravenscraft. It just, I just don't see how it's possible. And so, yeah, it, it, I think it would be of interest to people who want to start a podcast, who are doing a podcast. So I changed it to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Now, with that being said, there's no question in my mind that I have taken a hit in one area, and that is in discoverability. You know, for example, there might be somebody who does a search in iTunes and they look for online business or uh, online marketing or you know, marketing strategy or whatever. Let's just say they're doing a search for a brand new podcast related to something of that nature. Now, if you do one of those searches, chances are my podcast is going to pull up either back then when it was called Podcast Answer Man or now even as the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Just go and do a search for online business and or, or online marketing or something like that. I though my podcast should show up in the list somewhere. Now, in the past when podcast answer man was in the title, let's just say some somebody's out there they're doing that search, and they're looking for may they, they they might be interested in, oh, look, here's, you know, Facebook made easy. or Facebook advertising made easy or email marketing strategy that you know, the email marketing weekly. You know, if they see those titles for a podcast they're going to be hmm I should check that out. Let me click play. And if they listen to it, the sound quality, oh wow, that's a good sound quality and they listen to the first few se- the first 90 seconds and they say, "Hey, in this week we're going to talk about how to get your first 100 subscribers and it's like, oh, wow, this this sounds like good information. And then they're going to continue. And then by, the, you know, two or three minutes in, they hit the subscribe button because they know that, wow, this, this sounds like an interesting podcast. They didn't go searching for email marketing. They didn't go searching for Facebook advertising. They didn't go searching for podcasting. But when they found the podcast Answer Man... They clicked on the play button, and it sounded good, and it sounded like it had some information related to podcasts that might be something they've heard a lot about, and it's like, you know what, let me learn a little bit more about podcasting from this Podcast Answer Man show, and so I was getting a lot of subscribes from people doing searches for other things that Podcast Answer Man just became an appealing title. Now, the thing is, it's the same person searches, and they see all these options, and, you know, you know, email strategy week or email marketing weekly or Facebook ads today uh, and the Cliff Ravenscraft show, the, the Cliff Ravenscraft show isn't necessarily going to be something that's like, ah, I wonder what, I have no idea who Cliff Ravenscraft is, but I I mean, uh, okay, let's check out a show. That's, that's just not on the top of their head. Now, the one thing that hasn't hurt me as much is the discoverability for people who are hearing about me from others. You know, most of the people who are consistently out there talking about me and 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 saying, you need to check out Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast Answer Man, most of those people know that my show has been rebranded to the Cliff Ravenscraft show and they point them to the Cliff Ravenscraft show or they point them to podcastanswerman.com, which hosts the Cliff Ravenscraft show. It's got it on there. Um, and and if you go to the pod, if you go to podcastanswerman.com and click on podcast, it tells you that this is the Cliff Ravenscraft show. All of that stuff. So yeah, I am not missing out on too much of that. Although just recently, and I mean, just because one person says this isn't mean that it's true for everyone, but if it is one person and they say this, it could be happening for other people as well. And that is this person said, Hey. Cliff, they emailed me, hey Cliff, I I, I love your website, I heard about you from so and so, Um, you got so much great content on here, I've checked out your tutorial, wow, that's incredible, by the way, I heard that you have a podcast, but I searched in iTunes for Podcast Answer Man and all I found was a podcast with your name, the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, Um, is this the right podcast or am I missing something? And so I'm like, yeah, it's it the Cliff Ravenscraft show, and I explained the story in a, in a brief sentence or two and and said, "Yeah, that's the show. Subscribe to that one." So, yeah, th- there is that that was a risk and it is a risk that, you know, has had those discoverability effects. And that's something that I've learned about this change. Now, the interesting thing is, is I am so glad that I shifted from Podcast Answer Man to the Cliff Ravenscraft show. Because, well, now, I i mean, the podcast title is The Cliff Raymond Scratch Show, and it really does allow me the freedom. Not that I didn't have the freedom to talk about anything and everything I ever wanted to, no matter what the name of my podcast is, but it I just feel I feel more right. <laughs> I don't know. How do you say that? I, I feel better about the decision of having a, a name of the podcast that, is more descriptive or indicative of, uh, yeah, because it indicates what it is I might be talking about. And it's about the things that, I, yeah, I talk about me a lot. And I know that that, sound, that really bothers one or two or three people. But you know what, it's not about me, it's about me sharing what I'm experiencing in hopes that you can take away something that I'm that I'm experiencing, that you can learn from it. Um, or learn something that not to do, something to avoid. For example, changing the name of your show to the Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Uh, but n- let me tell you, when I when I first decided to do this, I had one a very dear friend in my mastermind community, uh, he, in my mastermind group. He said, "Cliff, here's what I recommend that you do: leave the podcast answer man, the Cliff, the the podcast answer man. Keep keep the name, the podcast answer man." Keep the subscribers, and and what you do is that podcast just becomes about podcasting. The only thing you talk about there is podcasting tips. It doesn't have to be weekly or whatever, but it it just when you when you fire up that podcast, it's all about the technology related to podcasting and and podcast this podcast that. But you know, and and then you he said that you could take your pursuing a balanced life podcast, which you you rebrand it to the Cliff Raymond Scrap Show, which by the way I did originally, and that's where you do the Cliff Ravenscraft show. And my concern was, and I did that, I actually, tr- I was going to try that for a while, but what happened was, you know, the thing is, is the pod- the, the Pursuing a Balanced Life podcast had, I think at the time, about 2,500 subscribers. And the podcast, Answer Man podcast, well, it had a lot more. <laughs> and I, w- I felt most passionate about the content I was sharing in the Cliff Ravenscraft show. It, it, it's the content that I cared about people hearing the most. And one thing I absolutely know, and this is important for all of you to, to hear this. Um, if let's just say that I had 10,000 subscribers to a podcast, and those 10,000 people of the 10,000 people, Let's just say 8,000 of them love me so much that they desperately would want to hear from me every single week, no matter what it is that I have to talk about. They could care less about what I have to talk about. They just want to hear from me. 8,000 of the 10,000 would follow me anywhere. Now, if I actually told all, all 10,000 of the subscribers to go over and subscribe to a different podcast, that's where I'm going to be sharing the things that I'm most passionate about. I'm going to keep this feed going, but it's all going to be related just to podcasting. I know for a fact that out of the 10,000, if 8,000 of them definitely would be interested in every word I would speak on the other podcast, of the 10,000, only about 4,000 of them would actually go subscribe to the other podcast. i It's insane. I don't understand it because what, what, what happened. And by the way, maybe I do. Maybe I do. Because I, I'm not going to name a name, but I have a friend of mine who has a podcast, who actually has lots of podcasts. And recently, has this friend of mine has made a decision to create a couple brand new podcasts to talk about different passions, different things, and some of these, he used to have some different podcasts devoted to individual items and like individual uh, entertainment industry or uh, entertainment um, entities, such as you know a particular movie series or particular whatever. But then, all of a sudden, recently, he's abandoned that and he's now doing a a, a podcast that talks about all kinds of movies, all kinds of games, all kinds of this. And, you know, the thing is, is I know that I would love to hear this friend of mine talk about this movie series when the new episode, when a new movie comes out in the series or you know, whatever about the book series. I, I would love to hear those things. And I know that they're going to be in that other podcast. But I knew months ago he created this new podcast and I never went and subscribed to it. And it's not because I don't like this person because I love listening to this person. I've been listening to this person since I've been listening to podcasts. And I love listening to him, but I never subscribed to it. And then ultimately, finally, it got me because I went and saw the most recent episode, the most recent movie out of a franchise. And I'll just tell you that it's Star Wars. And I finally saw him post something on Facebook that said, hey, yeah, I I did a review of, of the most recent Star Wars movie. And it's now in this podcast. And it's like normally that would have been in another podcast that was all about Star Wars <clears throat> but now it's it's just one episode in a podcast that's a bunch of, about a bunch of different things. And so I never went and subscribed to it because it, it was not compelling. And if I had not seen it on Facebook, I wouldn't have even listened to his review of the movie. But I saw it on Facebook. I finally, because he had a link to the actual podcast's app or listing, I actually did click the subscribe button and now I'm subscribed to the podcast, finally. But there was a great chance I would have never done it, even though I am one of the most loyal, devoted listeners to this particular friend of mine. So that's what I know to be true. And so I, in that aspect, I'm very happy that I, I decided to take the podcast Answer Man, which is where my most loyal, devoted audience is. I mean, the, the, and the largest audience that I had. Um well outside of some of my industry, my entertainment industry podcasts there there you guys would be blown away by the number of people who will listen to a podcast devoted to, to the TV show Lost or some of the other entertainment industry stuff but still for the for, it's a massive audience when you consider a tech niche such as podcasting how many people were subscribed to podcast answer man and by turning this feed this the, you know not asking anybody to go change or anything like that but just changing this to the Cliff Ravenscraft show allowed me to maintain everybody who would be interested. So let's just say, remember the hype, and I'm not giving you the, the actual numbers of my show, but let's, the hypothetical ten thousand that were interested in in you know the the show with ten thousand. If eight thousand of them were definitely interested, but two thousand might not be, well, that gives the opportunity for those you know, that are not interested to kind of fall off. And you know what? I'll just be upfront with you. I I saw a fall off. I've shared that earlier. I'm being very authentic and transparent. I saw some people fall off when I made that decision. Even though if you look at 2015, the content in 2015 is no different than the content that I did in 2016. The only thing that's changed is the name of the podcast. And okay, one other thing. How, how I feel about the content that I'm creating. I no longer feel guilty about not talking about the latest te- technology relate stuff related to podcasting every single week. I, I'm completely fine with talking about email marketing and and the the sales process for a Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale and and you know all of these other things that I talk about and, and the year of identity and how are things going with health and fitness. So anyway, What I learned is that I embrace Podcast Answerman and I learn that it I I learned this year that is it is still the greatest gift, one of the greatest gifts that God has given me. And yes, changing the show to the Cliff Ravenscraft show was a huge risk and it has had some undesirable results. However, I will tell you that I am still working on my goals. I'm gonna pause for a second and take a drink of water. Hold on one second. I still need to sit down and work on my goals for 2017. But the first written goal that I have, I already have written down. And in fact, I'm going to click on my tab in my iPad Pro. And here is the very first written goal for 2017. Create a Podcast Answer Man series podcast. That's exactly how it's written. Create a Podcast Answer Man series podcast. And what I mean by a series podcast, I'm thinking that I will create an evergreen podcast that every single episode is designed to be evergreen. Knowing what I know, everything that I know about podcasting over the past 10 years that has not changed and I do not expect to change whatsoever for the next 10 years as far as how podcasting works... I want to create a podcast with, let's just say, I, I'm just throwing out a number. I have no idea right now, but let's just say twelve episodes. And so I might create a podcast where for twelve episodes I share the 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 basics of what people most want to know when they're actually thinking about creating a podcast. So, it, it kind of if if you can imagine, it's like so. You want to create a podcast? What equipment do I need? How does podcasting work? What's the overview? How do people get podcasts? What directories are there? Of course, some of that could change over time. But anyway, the idea is that I would make sure that the content is evergreen and it's stuff that every brand new podcaster would definitely want to know. And of course, it's not just going to be boring technical jargon. But it's also going to be flavored with my stories of experience over time, the stories of some of the people that I've worked with, things that I could say now that I could have never said in the early days, the first 50 episodes of this actual podcast when it was known as the Podcast Answer Man. And I've had some people suggest that I actually pull out the archives and some of the greatest content from this podcast when it was the Podcast Answer Man. And that's an I'm thinking about that and maybe taking some some audio clips from some of that stuff and then just giving some of my updated thoughts and things of that nature. I, I haven't planned all of that out, but one thing I know and, and how this is germane here to the conversation, uh, assuming that germane is the right word, I, I've heard that a lot and I think that I'm using it in the right context. But anyway, the thing is that I the podcast that I'm talking about, it's gonna be called Podcast Answer Man. That's right. It's going to be, it, it literally is going to, ha- the new podcast is going to have the same name as what this podcast used to be. It's going to be called Podcast Answer Man, hosted by Cliff Ravenscraft. And and it's funny because it's I'm also going to have the show, the Cliff Ravenscraft show, which is hosted by the Podcast Answer Man. But the other, the idea is that this is going to be a, it's going to be a, podcast that is devoted to doing a, it's going to have a couple different, um, purposes. It, it, it's going to, yeah, there are a couple goals associated with it. Number one, I want it to be a good promotion for podcasting A to Z, uh, and my, and my training products. So that I believe that the, the series of podcast, uh, series of episodes will be sponsored by podcasting A to Z. And of course, I will also mention probably during every episode of of that podcast about my podcast weekly podcast development newsletter. And so that's something that I plan to do there as well. And of course, every single episode of that podcast will have a call to action to also check out the Cliff Ravenscraft Show, my ongoing weekly podcast which has, you know, and, and, you know, over it, by that time it will have this show will have over 500 episodes of me talking about podcasting and what you can do with podcasting and the journey and the business and all the other stuff related to it. So, and the the idea for this originally came to me from the virtual assistant podcast. Now that show had 38 episodes. And I don't know. maybe the podcast one could have thirty eight episodes. I, the, but the, here's one thing I t- can tell you with the strategy that i'm I'm thinking for this show, I one purpose of it is to make sure that if anybody finds this show at any point, that they will actually consume every single episode it, that that it will be something that they will binge listen to. So I, don't, I probably won't do 38 episodes, although I will tell you that everybody who finds the virtual assistant podcast, if they listen to two episodes, they listen to all 38. That is something that I absolutely know for certain. So I know I could get by with 38 episodes, but I'm thinking more along the lines of 10, 12, maybe 20 episodes. But they're gonna be rock solid. The best advice, best tips, kind of like what I'm doing with my newsletter, but in audio form. And it's gonna be that that way that people will continue to be able to find me, be be introduced to me. It's still gonna be warm, and it's still gonna have the authentic feel and flavor. And it's in essence, it's going to be the one. It'll be a show that whets their appetite, or to actually helps them to uh, establish an appetite. For the content that I create here weekly, if that makes any sense. So in 2017, my friends, I'm going to launch a brand new podcast called The Podcast Answer Man. So how's that? Anyway, I know it, it sounds kind of crazy, but I was and I was just talking to uh, that friend of mine from the mastermind group because you know what? Wow. I, I, I'm i so glad it worked out this way because that is actually that, that, that is overall for what you want to accomplish creating the going back and creating the podcast answer man as a brand new podcast and having that show start with a new audience and keeping the audience that you've cultivated over all of these years over the last actually this show is 10 years old I actually started this show one year after I started podcasting as a hobby so while I've been podcasting for 11 years this podcast is now 10 years old and uh, yeah yeah, he, he said, I, "I I like that you have maintained, you've taken that that audience that you've built over the years and brought them into this one." So, I I, I agree. I, I I'm excited, but yeah, podcast answer man. I'm I i do not need to worry about that huge risk. I, I'm going to bring that show, that title, that name of the show back, and it's gonna and it's gonna have the same effect as it had before, and I'm excited about that. Uh, So, yeah. Oh, and one other thing that I did learn this year. So, 2015, I told you what the theme that year was the year of fitness. And that was the year that I decided that I was going to completely shift my priorities to where my business was no longer going to be my number one priority in life. I know that, you know, faith and family and all that stuff should be. But the reality is, is your priorities is where you spend most of your time, effort, energy, and even mental, you know, your mental energy. And the reality is that for so many years, my business had been my number one priority in life. And I, in 2015, I said, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reverse things. I'm going to go to the far extreme. I'm going to do the absolute least I could possibly do on my business. I'm only going to work the bare minimum. And I'm going to go way overboard on the health and fitness side of things. And and I did. And that's what was 2015. And what I learned in 2016 is that I am absolutely able to remain 100% committed to my health and physical fitness as my number one priority above everything else and still take massive action in my business. Guys, my my friends, I want to tell you that it has been over two years now and I have since November of 2014, I have worked out six days a week, every week, and I continue to do so and plan to do so for the rest of my life. And so, super excited about the fact that I've, I've been able to maintain that while doing everything else I've done in my business this year. Uh, things are back on track. I, I'm probably... Just a, I, I am a couple steps ahead in 2016 where I would have been if I, if I hadn't taken the year off a year earlier. But I'm, I, I'm glad I did what I did. I'm very happy with it. Uh, one final thing. I told you I was going to read some feedback from Karen. Um, she, she responded to the episode 479, which was titled, Why Being Authentic Matters? And she wrote this. And she says, Cliff, I listen to you for a lot of reasons. I found you through John Lee Dumas a long time ago. I like your podcasting advice, yes, but I love to hear about your journey overall. You may not have had the same experience in this area, but for me, being a follower of Jesus can be very isolating. I love to listen to intelligent business people that also happen to have faith, for no other reason than to be validated that I'm not stupid. I know I'm not stupid, but it's really not cool to have faith here. I'm told I'm crazy on a regular basis by my family and I keep to myself. Once people hear I go to church, I am judged and ridiculed. My church community is quite small and I have not met many business people yet. Hearing you speak openly about your faith makes listening to your business advice processes and, and the mo- all the more exciting to me. I'm reminded that there are a lot of us out there And I understand why some business leaders choose not to talk about their faith, and I'm completely supportive supportive of that decision also. I love listening to lots of different people, and I'm not concerned at all with whether or not they have faith. But when I find someone that I really like and they have faith, it's like I'm a part of a special underground club. Um, Thanks for making your newsletter start from week one when you subscribe genius exclamation mark i missed out on subscribing subscribing straight away and i'm thrilled that i haven't missed any podcast answer man gold well karen thank you so much for this feedback and i'm glad to have you as a part of the special underground club of guests if you will Uh, Yes, I am a very devoted follower of Jesus, though I fail miserably at times to be a great example of that, but uh, I am thankful for the grace that he gives me. Anyway, my next session of podcasting A to Z is in one week, just over one week, starting on Monday, January 2nd. If you are thinking about launching a podcast, I would love to be your personal coach during the first four weeks of the new year, helping you discover every piece of the process of successfully launching your podcast. And if you already have a podcast, there's probably lots of questions that you have about how do I grow my audience? How do I get them more engaged? What can I do to monetize my show if that's what I want to do? Whatever it is that you have on your mind, podcasting A to Z is not just a course with a bunch of tutorials. It literally is unlimited access to me as your personal coach for four weeks. You can ask me An unlimited number of questions for the entire four weeks and I guarantee you I will respond thoroughly to every single question you pose me personally from me to you devoted to what it is that you want to cover in the course head over to podcasting A to Z and sign up today and I look forward to the potential of working with you again Merry Christmas Happy Holidays I will be back next Friday. Until then, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Podcast some